Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Everybody, welcome to Gamecock Central Radio Baseball Report today with Gamecock great Kip Balknight. Kip, great to have you with us again this week. How are you? Doing great, Emerson. Thanks so much for having me. Glad to have you as always. Gamecock's coming off a big sweep at Ole Miss this past weekend, Kip, and it was the Gamecock's first sweep on the road of a top 10 team since 2010. And I spoke about this earlier today with Scott Hood here on Gamecock Central Radio. Uh, Gamecock's won the national championship, obviously, in 2010, so this is a very positive sign. Kip and South Carolina 6-0 and in conference for the first time ever. Yeah, it's really impressive, uh, Emerson. It's, you know, you look back and you think of what they're doing well right now, and it's been three constants this season. They, they've had great pitching. They've had absolutely stellar defense. They're making the routine, they're making the routine plays, and they're having timely hitting. And I think that that's – it sounds very cliché, but uh, it's, it's three major ingredients to a good ball club. And I think a ball club that can go deep in the playoffs and potentially make a run in Omaha. And it's just exciting to see because you look back the last time we've really had that at South Carolina, it was the two national championship seasons and even the runner-up in uh, 2012. So they're doing a wonderful job. They're getting off to a great start. Obviously, the start in pitching has been outstanding. And, um, you know, they're throwing strikes. They're challenging hitters. And and uh, it, it's just been very, very refreshing to see. It's amazing the difference of this team between – uh, you know, one year ago, uh, uh, as they were last year to now. They're doing a wonderful job. Gamecock baseball up to number one in the RPI this week, and a number of Gamecock opponents are in the top ten. Florida's up there. Gamecocks will play college at Charleston tomorrow night. I believe Charleston's fourth in the RPI. Ole Miss is still in the top ten at number nine. So the schedule's very tough, Kip. And you were talking about timely hitting, and specifically it's been two out hits, hits with two outs in the inning, and that's the way you prolong an inning and plate runs. Well, you look back at it, and, and it's, it's crazy the amount of one-run games that we had to play in last year. And, you know, games that I felt like even in the sixth, seventh, eighth inning, we, we just ended up losing those games for whatever reason it may be, whether a starter was already at his pitch count and we had to get him out and we didn't have a – you know, the bullpen was just not where it needed to be at times. But we're extending those leads. I mean, that is huge. I can remember Coach Ray Tanner, obviously, uh, when I played there, he was always talking about, you know, timely hitting and getting those two out RBIs. And our guys are doing a wonderful job of adding to our leads. You know, if we're up 
uh, three to uh, nothing or five. I've seen games where we're up to five to two in the seventh or eighth inning, and boom, we have a three or four run ninth to extend that lead. And it just takes a heck of a lot of pressure off our pitching staff. And and uh, and it gets you know you add some some great batting average points and RBI totals to your team. And I think that just comes back to being prepared for success. Uh, a, a Ray Tanner coach team, a Chad Holbrook coach team. Those coaches are doing everything they can to put pressure on the guys during practice, put them in game situations, and uh, they're responding right now. Again, I don't think any of that was different last year in practice. I just think you're seeing a little bit better personnel this year. Obviously, uh, with the addition of Jones and, and, and the whole middle of the lineup really has just been outstanding. And, and we're seeing some guys that, that didn't fare well and, you know, last year do well too. So it's, it's exciting to see. I do think this team uh, can be very good. I said that early on in the year on the radio. I'm not quite sure they can keep this pace, but they're playing hungry right now. And when you're playing hungry and you're playing almost in a, um, I don't know if I can uh, say it, but almost in a pissed off type uh, mentality, uh, they, they, they're not playing as if they were last year where they, they knew they were the hunted and they almost kind of came in, in my opinion, and just played very uh, lackadaisical at times. You don't see a team that's extending leads like we're doing now. They've got the common ingredients of a, of a, of a great, great baseball team, and uh, it's fun to see so far. It's, it's been wonderful. We'll see how, when they have some adversity because I'm sure it's going to come during the, the really tough SEC schedule. Kip, you said before we started the show today that Brian Busher has helped the hitters. I think he has. I, I definitely do. I mean, obviously, Chad Holbrook's got his hand on him, and I think we're starting to see some um, some really, really, I don't know how else to say it, but some big league, big league approaches. I mean, our guys are having some great at-bats. They're seeing pitches. You see Gene Cohn and his development. Uh, I mean, Gene Cohn has just had an outstanding weekend. He's taking pitches. He's swinging. He's putting the ball in the gap. I just see guys uh, having at-bats that just they have a purpose and they understand what uh, moment they are in the game. They understand, okay, what's my job here? It may just be hit a ground ball to second base to move the guy over. It may be a sack fly or, it, you know, it may be, hey, I need to take some pitches here and see this guy. We need to add to his pitch total. It may be that point of the game. So I definitely think Brian Busher is having a major impact. Gamecocks now 23-2 and road sweep this past weekend at Ole Miss. And that was coming off a sweep at home of Arkansas to open SEC play. So the Gamecocks are 6-0 and in conference for the first time ever. So a very optimistic start to the season for Chad Holbrook's ball club here in 2016. And this is Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Kip Balknight. Kip, the Gamecocks are starting three right-handers on the weekend right now. And, you know, I'm curious to know about uh, left-handed pitching. Do you feel like there's a shortage of left-handed pitching? And if so, could that be a concern down the road? Well, I do think it can be a concern. Am I worried about there being three right starters uh, for us in the, in the starting rotation? No, I'm not. I mean, you see it in the big leagues. You don't see it a ton, but I mean, heck, we had it that year in 2000 when I was there and with Scott Barber and, uh, and Peter Bauer, and we fared pretty well. Uh, so I, I really don't see it a major issue from a starting standpoint. I, I am a little bit still concerned about having, uh, you know, uh, the, the closing situation with Josh Reagan. Not that he is not capable, because I think he's fully capable. The only thing is he's such a great asset against left-handed hitters and being able to potentially extend him and see him in a, in a game that, 
maybe that's a lefty heavy lineup. I could see him really matching up well against some, uh, you know, the SEC opponents down the road. I do think we have a, a closer. And um, Tyler Johnson, I do think Tyler Johnson could easily step in and fill that shoe as a closer. And, again, I'm certainly not trying to start a controversy at all. I just think that Tyler's definitely got closer-type stuff. You know, you want a guy coming in, throwing really hard, and got a really tight slider. And while uh, Josh Reagan has done an amazing job, I just think we could really use him as a as a setup type guy or even a long guy out of the bullpen. Heck, I think we could use him as a starter if need be. So Josh Reagan has obviously uh, been an amazing closer for us so far, but I do think we may need him for some lefty matchups down the road, and that's what they may you know they may look at. They may look at you know bringing him in the seventh or eighth and just letting him extend because he obviously could be a starter as well. So he, he's got. Um, you know, he's pitching great, he's got great stuff, and he matches up really well against lefties. But I just would love to see Tyler Johnson a lot more. He's got really, really good stuff. He's electric. He's got a good slider. He's throwing his fastball well, keeping it down for the most part. And, um, you know, uh, other than that, I really um, I think they're going to be okay. And if you're if you're a right-handed pitcher and you're location, locating your pitches, you know, where you need to be, Left-handed hitters aren't really a major concern for me anyway. All right, the Gamecocks have got a Tuesday night game, home game this week against the College of Charleston, 7 o'clock first pitch at Founders Park, and then a Thursday-Friday-Saturday series with Vanderbilt. That'll be in Nashville. Kip, talk about using the midweek game to prepare your team and how you use that to get ready for what will be a huge weekend series. I know we're only into the third weekend of SEC play, but this is a Vandy team that's played for the national title each of the last two years, and because the Gamecocks have gotten off to such a hot start uh, here in 2016, Vanderbilt's two games out of first in the East, and they, they understand the importance of this series. They're going to come out hungry this weekend. Well, they will, and I tell you, we can't look past College of Charleston. That's going to be a tough tough foe, obviously, and uh, hopefully the guys will come ready to play. This is a tough stretch for them. Obviously, the third uh, SEC series in a row and uh, two straight Thursday night starts I don't think is a major concern for them. They're back home now. They've had you know, it's just a different – it's a day earlier, but they've had the same amount of reps, which is good. Uh, Vanderbilt's a tough place to play. I think it's uh, it's changed a heck of a lot since I've been there. Nashville's a great town. We usually travel well there. We'll have some great fans, I'm sure, there at the games. Maybe a little bit tougher with a, a Thursday start right after Easter. Uh, but um, I watched Vanderbilt, actually, I guess that was Saturday night, play a little bit when they played the extra inning game. Uh, against Missouri, and they've got some good arms. They've got some guys with some pretty good breaking balls late in the in the game as well. But I, I do think that'll be our toughest matchup yet. Um, I'm not quite sure that, that we'll be able to scratch and claw and get the, the amount of run production that we've gotten so far this season. But, uh, again, tough place to play. And, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but, if you know, two out of three there would be an absolute awesome accomplishment if we could – uh, even if we, you know, have a tough weekend and only win one, uh, I think we're still in a great position. I mean, that would be, you know, starting off seven and two in conference play and, and at best, you know, maybe eight and one, nine and oh, which would be amazing. So Vanderbilt, again, tough place to play, but I think our guys are, they're battle tested. They're ready, but they got to be ready tomorrow night. I, I think we'll see for me personally, I'll see a lot about our team. Uh, tomorrow night against College of Charleston. Again, should be a team that we should uh, match up well against. They're probably going to be pitching their best. I'm not quite sure if they've announced yet if, if Widener's starting or not. 
uh, for us. But uh, it's a game we should win, and it's a game we need to win. We need to win that game. Uh, again, middle-of-the-week games we struggled with last year, so hopefully uh, we'll continue to have success in the middle of the week and, and, and go and be ready to have a, a great start on Thursday night at Vandy. Yeah, certainly didn't mean to overlook College of Charleston. They did win at Gainesville, Florida Regional a couple of years ago under Monty Lee, who is now taking the head job at Clemson. But College of Charleston, a very strong and nationally respected program without a doubt. So Tuesday night game with the College of Charleston and then three at Vandy, 8 o'clock Thursday, 7.30 Friday, and 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Kip Balknight, our expert baseball analyst here on Gamecock Central Radio. Kip, we appreciate your insight. Thank you for your time. Thanks so much, Emerson. All right, that's Kip Balknight. I'm Emerson Phillips, and Kip's a weekly guest here on Gamecock Central Radio. We'll have plenty more Gamecock baseball on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. 